Courtney Douglas. What up, man? What's up, man? Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day to y'all, all the listeners out there. Thank you for tuning in. Josh Collins here. You know who this is on the other end. Courtney Douglas, man. True Blue Sinatra. Follow the Finish Works brand, man. We present, man. Let's get into it. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how was your weekend? I'm, I'm kind of throwing off because uh, it feels like Sunday, even though today's Monday. But uh, how was your weekend? What you get into, man? Tell me some stuff. Uh, just pretty much work, fellowship with the wife, man. Um, chill with the kiddos, man. Took them out to the park for some of y'all that follow the brand and everything on the um, on our story feed, man. We went to this. Uh, it's a certain park, man, here in Nap, man, that um, is like super low key. Um, it has, it's not really a playground, man. It's like some weird red and blue tubing, man. That looks like one of those, uh, I can't, I think, I can't think of the name of it, man. That they are there. It's always at a doctor's or a dentist's office, man, with the little beads. Like, it's like, like, it's like a little maze or whatever. But anyway, we went there, we went on the little trail, man. Then, um, you know, just ran around, uh, red, um, play Zelda of course and uh yeah we just we just hung out yours oh what did I do for always time my weekend aka my Friday nights with football so uh sideline action with the team uh took an L lost by a touchdown but you know we'll bounce back and and you know really really good game very good game Shout out to New Haven, uh, played well. Shout out to uh, the Cap High School. You know we'll bounce back, and you know we got tough tasks this coming Friday. So uh, that, uh, oh yeah, man. So I feel like so much happened. <laughs> oh, went to the uh, barber shop. Took one, took one of the athletes to the barber shop, man. Uh, black male. He's from. Uh, Young dude, I ain't gonna say where he's from, but young dude, man, needed a cut really bad. And you know, I, I there's a difference between a black haircut and a white haircut, you know, there's a difference, some similarities, but differences, yeah. So, so I, I understand, but and the culture and the barbershops are just different. So, you know, just took him out, man. Uh, you know, he got a he ended up getting a lineup in a little shape up. He, he got the little baby fro, man. That the Bernie Mac boy, Craig Mac, saying? the Craig Mac R. boy, R. Mac man. Yeah, both of them, man. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, R.I.P. to both, man. Thank you. Yeah, Craig Mac and Bernie Mac, uh, R.I.P. to both, man. You know, so yeah, did that, man. Spent some time, just had good talk. I won't reveal those conversations here. Well, I, yeah, I can, I can, I can share some, man. But I don't, I don't want to share anything too deep out of respect for the young for the young man but um and i'll do that later on in the podcast yeah and uh we went and got us a nice little burger from brava shout out to them man farm to plate <laughs> farm to plate no man. sauce if you, nah man you if you sauce with them man that's incredible and here's the kicker it, well let, let's explain for the listeners because they might not be from here so bravas is a locally owned here in fort wayne indiana locally owned burger joint and you know they they get their their beef from uh, this farm, like you know where the beef is coming from. It's really good beef, uh, very clean cattle that are 
you know, they're making uh, the burgers. They're getting the burgers from. Um, even the chicken is from, like, a local farms, and it's real deal chicken, like, it will change your mind on your McDonald's and all that stuff, man, which I don't eat, though. But, you know, that's what you do. That's what you do. But it's, it's a good place, man. Everything's homemade. Cordy say you don't need sauces, and you don't. But they do got homemade ranch, homemade buffalo, and homemade barbecue sauce. And it's good. I know homemade. I just had this conversation with my uh, mother-in-law. And then I get back to, uh, my, you know, being with my, my little guy this weekend. But homemade <laughs> don't mean good. It don't. It don't. It don't. And my wife is like, she got some friends and some people she know, you know, they be like, get you a girl that can cook. And the food don't be looking. Ah, it don't look right. But it's homemade, so people like to put that. They like to tie homemade equals good food, and it does not, man. It don't. It does not. It you don't. know what I mean? So, but Bravo's is not nasty or actually really good. And they do a lot in the community of Fort Wayne, Indiana, man. A lot, you know, a lot. So, shout out to them. But, you know, me and my little homie, man, just, uh, you know, I got him a burger, man. He had never been there before. And just talking to him, man, he's from inner city. I asked him about where he's from, man, and he said, uh, he said it's bad. It's real bad. You know, he told me a story about him getting chased um, by some gang, you know, gang members, and I guess they thought he was somebody, and he kept running because he said he believed even though, and I think he's right, he believed even though if they would, the gang would have caught him, they would have still, you know, did some harmful things to him. Just because that's just how they roll. Mm-hmm. So, so um, you know, and that hit me too, man. Something hit me because, uh, hold on, y'all forgive me. Like I said, man, every podcast, real life situation. I'm in the car doing this, so if y'all hear the, you know, the doom, 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 that's your boy. Got you. You know, <laughs> so real life situation going on, but uh, man. Sometimes when God blesses you, man, and, and when I say blessed, like you might get out the environment you're from or you might get out of a harmful environment that, you know, spiritually, mentally, you know, kept you down or helped, kept you closed-minded. And sometimes when you get out of there, we forget. And I'm speaking on myself. So talking to the, to the young dude, man, the little homie, it made me realize, like, I need to remember some things, man. And I need to, for you know, have a heart for, for others. Not saying I didn't, but my heart got extra tender when he was telling me these stories and him living in, you know, the hood, man. You know what I mean? And, or being from the hood. So, so yeah, man, that's, that's what I did, man. That, that, that stuff hit me hard this whole weekend, man. Just thinking about him mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, just and everyone else from the hood, man. So I was happy to, you know, have a, a little bit of conversation with him, and you know, hopefully, because uh, people, you know, when you're from the hood, man, when you're from the ghetto, you have trust issues with people, man. You're always on guard, right? So automatic defense. Yeah, man, and I'm not trying to win this dude over. I'm just trying to shower him with love. If he, if I give him love and he still don't trust me, one, I understand that. Two, 
I'm not doing it to have his, to buy his love. I'm just doing it because that's the right thing to do. And I just, you know, I feel a connection. I, hopefully it's organic. I don't think it's like that, but just saying. And, um, you know, people like that, man, that are from the ghetto, man, from the hood. They, they're always on guard, though, man. Yep. They're always on guard. Like, is this real or why are you doing this to me? And I think we're like that with God sometimes, despite where you're from. It's like, you're doing this for me, Lord? Right. I don't deserve this. You know, and that's how he's looking at me like, yeah, you give me a lineup? Take me to get a burger? You know? And I ain't want him to leave. I wanted to kick it with him all weekend. I'm not going front. Hmm. I want. I wanted to kick it with him all weekend, and I don't even know the details of his house, but I do. You know, I suspect something or there's some type of home dysfunction. Mm-hmm. I can be wrong, but you know, my heart is with him, man. My prayers are with him. You know, and it's. it's I just. I just feel bad, man. So I'm just glad I'm able to help somebody get an opportunity, man, because. I remember being in the program when I was in Atlanta, Georgia, man. It was called Ghetto, Gathering Higher Education to Teach Others. And I remember these dudes used to take us out to Morehouse College. Morehouse College is a uh, HBCU, man. Historically black college and university. And, you know, just spending time up there, just getting the opportunity to see, like, different life, man, meant everything to me, man. And I remember those dudes, they were, you know, I thought they were the coolest dudes, man. You know, they look like me, they talk like me, but they wasn't game banging and they wasn't in the streets. You know what I mean? And they, they you know, they would fly fresh and they was getting good grades. I was like, at the time, I ain't know. I was like, you can, you can get good grades. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can, you, you do your work. Right. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <clears throat> so, you know, I, that inspired me. I actually think about that all the time, man. And I, I can't remember dude's name. And I feel bad because I, I I can't, but I remember his face. I remember what he looked like, man. You know, hey, he was the first dude I ever seen with the Jason Kids on, bro. This how long ago this was. Jeez, those are classic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness, <laughs> those are he, bro. He had on like a he had on like a uh, I don't know if you remember uh, Peppy Jeans, man. It was spelled P E P E. Peppy Jeans uh, shirt, and he had on the Jason Kids, and oh, oh, he was so oh, he was fresh, man. You know, and I was like, and I listened to him, man. Yeah, and that's impactful because it's like when the cool kids get fresh, but then they also are savvy and book smart as well, too. Like, hey, it's okay to do your work because I'm going to speak for me and a lot of the class clowns growing up. We just went to school. I mean, we did our work only on like elementary, but like when it hit like middle school, yeah, but when it hit high school, it's like something didn't really register. Like, hey, you need to take every year seriously because you see that exit sign. There is no coming back in here. You know what I mean? And then looking out to the street, you know, it's like off of a movie, man, where you see the tumbleweed and then it, you, you know, then it starts snowing. It's like cold, harsh world now. You on your own, man. You can't come up in here. There is no, you know, two free meals a day and eye candy you need to be hitting your books so you can prepare to go out there and um for some reason for me it it didn't register with me until i got expelled like junior year really because i always thought hey 
I mean, I, I don't know. Oh. I don't, I don't, I can't really put a finger on it. I guess when we brought the culture into the school or what we was really going through, it was like social media before social media at one point before cell phones. So we had all of that, but now we're face to face. So, and I, I'm thinking, I, I'm, I'm going to just say for me, I think I suffer from ADHD or ADAD or whatever the case is, man, because my, my, my head was always on the swivel. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't concentrate. You know, hey, mm. I'm looking at this girl. This dude's telling this joke. I see this kid wearing this, so I'm finna join on him, interrupt the classroom, probably get kicked out. Like, we really didn't care at that point until it, got, until it was, like, too late. Or life forced you to pay attention to your circumstances and then change. So, I, I, go ahead. I do believe, um, I do believe there's a, a, a majority of inner city kids that have some type of um some type of learning disability and it, it, honestly it's probably like that everywhere you know what i mean but i do i'm just speaking on being from you know inner city school so you know we didn't have i'm at the high school i'm at working at the high school i'm, I'm at now and i'm like man we never had any type of learning <laughs> Excel, you know, classes and courses like this, man. Right. So, you know, and didn't have teachers that were willing to teach you at any level, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think about it. And then I, because I felt as a kid, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, especially, well, yeah, yeah, sixth, seventh, eighth grade for sure. You know, I felt like uh, my teachers, they didn't want to teach me. They thought I was just some young. Some of them thought I would just, you know, put me in the mix with, you know, the other uh, the other uh, kids that was up to no good. Man, I was just some young dude, young black dude that, that was up to no good. You know what I'm saying? And I think, I don't know if I had a learning disability, but, like, you know, I think some kids need to be taught differently. All right, you, you might need to stay after school or, hey, maybe my assistant can help you and teach, you know, say it in a different verbiage where you understand. Because that's what coaching is. That's what teaching is. You know, you you stoop down to someone's level. To, however however it works, man, but you got to get it to the, you know, across to them, man, however it works. So, right, but think, see, everything is cookie cutter, though, man, because not every male is going to sit in the classroom like a female would. And there's some females that can't sit down like other females can to really learn. Like, it feels like, like factories, man, like, when you look across the world, man, from Europe to China, you know, Russia, I mean, these kids are are geniuses in middle school, almost really yeah. elementary, you know. Yeah, but elementary, you man. Look at, you look at America, man, it's just like, eh. you know, I, I know of an individual who's a blogger, man, who's from uh, Europe. They, you know, he was an army brat, kind of like yourself, man. But, you know, they were stationed over there in, in, uh, the, in the U.K., and he comes back to America and starts school, like maybe middle school or high school. They bumped him up two grades. He yeah. was able to graduate early because it just felt like, all right, man, America, y'all learning this, man. We learned this in sixth grade or fifth grade. You know what I mean? So I don't like how it's constructed, um, how everything is set up. And then, you know, me uh, personally, I, I was pretty arrogant. So me, I thought, okay, well, I know more than you anyway. And plus, it didn't help that y'all was showing you know, the, the negative side of Black History Month when we used to watch those little VHS tapes in school and we seeing, you know, um, 
our ancestors getting beat up and ravaged and things of that nature, like, why don't you show us a George Washington Carver, you know, and some of his inventions and give us hope rather than seeing us getting pummeled and beat down and this negative light being painted. Why don't you give us both sides of the coin? It, it, there was no interest, you know, to say the least at that point in time. So, you know, it's just kind of like it sucked the air out, of, air out of the room and we kept that same mindset grade per grade per grade until we got out and then okay well i gotta graduate to get a decent job to survive out here so that came top priority for myself accomplished that you know and and kept it moving but you know some of the kids that are going to school now some like you know you're in the school system so some of them are ready to leave school now now i might as well get a factory job but oh you know back then you didn't need a diploma but now you do to get that factory job. You know, McDonald's is checking for diplomas now for you to even get a job. Some of them are, just depends on who you know. But um, it's getting tougher and tougher, and, they, and they're not really growing. And there's more to it. Um, budgets aren't really being um, exhausted like they should. Teachers aren't getting the pay they want because, you know, a meritocracy is – is that an all-time high? People would rather pay billions to watch a player throw a football rather than a teacher teach a kid what they should know. It's just backwards, you know what I mean? So there's a lot to go into it, man. I also, on the flip side of that, you talking about that guy that was an Army kid. I know kids that spent, you know, time in Germany and stuff and came back to the States, and they also they had to go a year back, too for whatever reason too so I, I know that I was that kid to be honest you know what I mean so I know that too and I when I was in Georgia man I learned a lot of black history in elementary and when I came to Ohio I didn't I didn't at all you know what I mean demographic was different now you've been a purebred kid from Indiana you know what I mean? I, I never, and, and you said both sides of the coin. I knew both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. I knew about slavery, but I, I knew a lot about what they, the, the good stuff they did, man, what they fought for. And even when I moved up north, I did. Well, you know, down, you know, back in the day, we called it north, right. back up to Ohio and all that. I did. So that might be a demographic thing, but right now, that is a demographic thing. That's the difference between South and North. Right. You know what I mean? I can't speak on East and West, but I can speak up this way. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, we we can learn about this. Yeah. You know, I remember spending a lot of time on, on, uh, you know, civil rights and all that. And I remember when I came up North, ninth grade, not spending that much time on the civil rights, you know, at all, which was, you know, part of, you know, history. But, that's a you know demographically, man. I think that's between north and south. That's a that's a huge, huge issue, man. Yeah, I think I think you know we should take it all. And the school I'm working at now, I'm always inspired by these kids. I mean, these kids are talking about being going to such and such for you know uh, this type of engineer, and you know there's programs at the school I'm at that help them become engineers and. You know, even in some of the athletes I be I, I train, I'm like, man, what are you talking about, man? I'm like, hey, you gotta speak English to me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, what are you talking about? But you know, they have an engineer mind, so that's how they work and that's how they build stuff. And I'm just using that facet because you know, I'm I'm inspired by that. I don't remember I I didn't remember knowing what I wanted to be. 
at that age. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until after high school I knew, or I thought I knew what I wanted to be. You know what I mean? I, I thank God where I'm at now because this is, I think we both can agree, like, this is where I'm supposed to be at right now. But I didn't know what I wanted to do in high school. I didn't know what I wanted to do after high school. Right. Same here. You know what I mean? Like, for real. Same here. Because at first, you know, I want to get in the vehicle of playing basketball or some type of sport. Um, I know I wanted to be a dentist at one point, and I was being silly. Um, Yeah, because I was was decent at math, and then I started really getting good at math. I was like, okay, I want to – I wanted to come out with my own toothpaste. I wanted my own toothbrush. You know, I had some silly names, man. They'll, they'll come to me in a little bit, but they were super goofy names, though. But I had I had my whole lineup, you know, in my head of what I wanted, you know. And I was going, you know, I was just going to really, I was going to set the trend for dentistry, you know, at one point, though. But then again, I looked at it as like, man, I'm really just chasing money. I really had the patience for it. For doing it, man. So I had a lot of ideas as well, too. Excuse me. So uh, why why were they silly? Because even though you haven't said the names, I don't think that's silly at all. I think that, I never knew that about you. I, I think that's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, speaking to an individual because they end up going to dentistry school, but they end up dropping out as well. But um, yeah, that was a thought that I had when I was, uh, I, I want to say my senior. Yo, yo, all right, man. Ali, Ali, Oxy, free. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and explain. So, this is <laughs> this is like our second part of the podcast. We had some technical difficulties on the first one, so um, we're gonna kind of just hop back in, but we'll make sure that. Y'all know what we're talking about. Since y'all didn't hear the first part, because we're probably not going to put it out at all. But, yeah, Josh Collins, Finish First Brand. Y'all know who I'm talking to. My guy. Yeah, man. Courtney Douglas, man. I'm present as usual. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Um, happy Labor Day to everyone listening. Yes, yeah, special um, one. For the real workers out there, man, you got to put that in there. For, for, for those that work. Yeah, part time, nine to five. Yeah, those that contribute to society. Oh, word! Labor Day, man. Paying them taxes too. Hold on, man. Shout out to the taxpayers, cause yeah, we, man. <laughs> we out here, we out here laboring for real, man. For roads and and, and, and you know, we government paying for roads. We paying for you know all the bottom programs that everybody yeah. use. Like, let listen. All right, this this is how I feel. This ain't got nothing to do with Josh Collins. <laughs> this ain't got nothing to do with this. Is just my thought, man. Okay, I've held a job down since the age of seventeen, right? So I remember the year that my mom took me up to H and R Block. You know, I was working at Hardy. She was like, "Hey, you getting ready to you know do your taxes real quick?" So I'm over here rubbing my hands together because I didn't heard about the myth. Which the myth is terrible because a lot of people getting caught now, man, for, um, you know, carrying the one a little bit too much and, and falsifying information on these tag on the W-2s. So anyway, man, long story short, I'm thinking I'm going to get maybe 700 pocket. Now, you know, me 17, that's a lot of dope. And I'm thinking about going to Lisa's and Southgate, man, and copping the. Oh, you got to explain what Lisa's is. Okay, well, Lisa, you know, she is, uh, I think, <laughs> is she Korean or Japanese? Korean. She's Korean. Yeah. So she's, you know, <laughs> she's, 
she's in the neighborhood selling you know black people what they wear in in essence you know from the whole hip-hop culture and everything of that nature from the outfits to she sold clothes she sold urban gear yeah she sold urban gear man She, she played the game proper man shout out to her so um you know, I'm thinking in my head, okay, I'm finna, I'm rubbing my hands together like Birdman. If y'all know who that is, man, he's a, <laughs> a, a music mogul, man. He he has a mannerism where he just rubs his hands together. They, they always make fun of him. and They, they go Google like a, it. Go yeah. Google Birdman hands. Yeah, he always rubs his hand like a fly if you ever watch an insect. <laughs> just rub their hands together. <laughs> so anyway, I'm thinking I'm a pocket 700. Go over here. I'm talking about, I'm thinking I'm finna get my money right then and now. But that didn't happen. So she started deducting stuff. I'm like, hold on, though. Like, where that seven at? I brought home, long story short, a buck 107.42, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. And um, <laughs> I, I just looked at my mom, bro. <laughs> 107.43. I just oh. looked at my mom like, hold on. Oh, no, your job was at Hardy's, right? Yeah, it was at okay, Hardy's. Okay, all right. So I said, out of all the burgers and, and fries, I didn't flip it and cook and sandwich. It. I, I get that much? My mom was like, welcome to the real world, son. <laughs> she ch- I'm on chocolate, man. So I'm like, hold on, man. So I, I didn't get up out the chair Hold on, yet. Gordon. Hold on. What up? What up? Yeah. 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 Hey, like I said, I'm in real life situations, man. Real life situations, man. I'm about to be a good, you know, good Samaritan to my neighbor real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you ain't never heard that on no podcast. Nah. <laughs> Give somebody a jump. He <laughs> <laughs> never heard that. We, hey, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. So, listen. So, I, I hit submit, man. Well, she hit submit, and I wouldn't get up from the chair. I'm like, hold on now. Um we got to talk about this. Where's my money going? And she was saying, oh, well, we got, you know, the government takes this part out, you know, for the roads and transportation and bridges and things of that nature. And also for those that are less fortunate that can't work, you know, the senior uh-huh. citizens and these individuals. I'm like, yeah, that's cool and all, though, man. But where that additional 600 at? You Word. know, I was supposed to be getting in my pocket. Word. You know, like. How come I can't just give them out of my pocket when I want to? Well, if we if that were to happen, people wouldn't really invest. You know what I mean? So all of that to say that man, I was real disappointed. <laughs> he was a Hardee's though. He, how much did he make a Hardee's? Because I was there too for like two and a half months. Uh, I think they started off like six and some change, six twenty-five. Because I think minimum wage went up what a few years back to like seven twenty five. I, I feel, I feel like I was making five dollars <laughs> and, and like not even six. I think we did when we jumped over to Panera Bread. Oh man, when I was at Panera, I thought I was doing it. Man, it was like six forty. Well, I don't know, forty some. I said I was doing it. Yeah, it was it was somewhere in, in that in that realm though. But long story short, I didn't I didn't like that because we we just knew of people that played the system. You know, you can speak to that as well. And I just felt like hey, we can speak on that. Now. Statue of limitations is over for that individual. Yeah, I'm like, look, man, I just don't really want to have to give somebody that's over 50 years old money out my pocket. I don't right. want to contribute to nobody my age. Like, why did 
like it's a force buddy buddy system, man. Yeah, yeah. But I, I get it. But I'm like, man, come we don't teach this stuff in school, man. So Word. in in honor of Labor Day, man, you know, from our last podcast that probably won't be published thanks to de- technical difficulties. It's it's more of um shouting out those who labor amongst us. Word and for us. Hey, man. Corey. Go ahead. Hey, we gonna hang up. Save this, cause this is funny. I'm about to jump my neighbor's car. I'm gonna call you back. Give me five minutes. Uh, about to rev her up real quick. All right. Hey, <laughs> this is funny to me. <laughs> hey, cuz real life situations, bro. Most definitely. All right, part three coming up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I had to call this podcast <laughs> the trilogy, uh, or just going with the flow, man. Yeah, man, this is the Labor Day podcast, man. Finish <laughs> first trend reporting live, man, from all types of environments, man. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. This this one is dedicated to the workers out there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Courtney Douglas, man, and I got my guy, <laughs> Jay Collins, man. Listen, this is part three. Um, we said this on the last one or two podcasts ago. I can't remember. Y'all, y'all can go find it. But how raw this podcast is, like stuff just be happening. Look, man, <laughs> we had we had technical difficulties on the first one, so I had to hang up. You know. Start over. Then the second one, I'm recording in the car. I get a tap on the window. Hey, can you, can you, uh, somebody said, can you give me a jump? Of course, I got to help her out. <laughs> Whatever I say, no, I'm on the podcast. I can't do it. No, right. I'm going to help her out. Yeah, man. So I gave her a jump real quick. Car started right up. You know what I mean? Didn't even have to rev up or nothing. And I was like, hey, we going to keep it going. Uh, yeah, man, you know, real life situations, man. I repeat, real life situations. Might have to call the podcast that, man. Keep pushing. I, I like that, man. I know we went with milk versus food, though, but real life situations. <laughs> he wrong. It's definitely fitting as far as what, what we're doing using this means of communication as far as the podcast. Yeah, from. man. Yeah, man. I most people probably would start over fresh, but I you know would try to pretend nothing happened, man. But I just I can't do it. I can't do it either. That don't even feel right, man. I'd rather just get on here and laugh, explain to y'all about how you know how funny this is to me, but you know, also you get to see what we going through and you get to see us. I could have said no, nah, but I would never do that. I would never tell that girl that young lady no. Nah. Cause you need a jump, man. Cause I've been there before when you need a jump and you are embarrassed and you know what I mean. Your car messed up. I've been there before, so. And she yeah. might be going to you know somewhere to contribute to society. It is Labor Day. She might be going to work. She got her two kids, man. Too, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So I'm sure she working. Working right. for them two little them two little babies she got. Yeah, she saying? playing her part in society yeah, like so. some people we everybody should. Yeah, so I ain't gonna tell her no. Nah, I'm on the podcast. Nope. Nah, man. I'm gonna stop what I'm doing and go help my neighbor out <laughs> right back on. Right. So I got a problem with that. I don't care. 
So, <laughs> so, hey, man. Oh man, we so I'm so scattered. But let me let me see. Let's start at. Uh, oh, I know. What I wanted to ask you, man. Okay, so on the first part of this podcast, you said you was fellowshipping with your wife, man. What explain that? What is fellowshipping with your wife? What's that like? And why why do you do it? Well, it's important because it's doing things that brought you guys together anyway. You know, when she was the uh, hunted and I was the hunter. You know what I mean? So it's always um, fresh. They always keep that going as well, too. Um, You know, just accord and, and do things that you should be doing consistently you know i don't do it always consistently though but um you know with with having the kids and busy work schedules though but you know um i was uh fortunate i I guess i worked too many hours at my job so they said hey you can't work friday stay home which was clutch and the first thing i thought of was hey take the wife out to brunch so um you know i did that took her shopping fellowship as far as just you know letting her um, express thoughts that she can't throughout the busy work schedule that I can just hear her. All my attention is focused upon her uh, for how many hours that we're together and, um, you know, um, just communicating, you know, that's my, that's my partner. That's my, that's my best friend. So, Hey, you know, whatever um, things that are bothering her or things that she wants to you know communicate about you know that's that fellowship that we have and sharing laughs eating good food and and you know doing doing those types of things got it got it and you know i agree of course but i'm picking your brain you know what i mean yeah i got it i got it understand man so with you working so many hours in the job (laughs) <laughs> the job said, "Hey, don't come in today." Which is, <laughs> right, which means you really was getting it in because I ain't never heard of a job turning somebody away. You yeah, know? and you work for the post office, so yeah, right. <laughs> which is, you know, wow, he was getting it in. But um, do you think that was a blessing from from God? Yeah, because that was definitely uh, God's sovereignty on that. Sometimes, you know, um. As as man and me, I'm pretty much one track that I'm 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 uh you know, I'm I'm focused on one thing. So like our goal right now is to pay off a lot of debt and move to Florida here in about a year and a half or so. So if you were to open up my, you know, uh my skull, you would see uh, uh an emoji of a house, car, mailbox, a heart shape, kids, and then the thumb state. Like, that's my order right now, if you look this out my head. So that's what I'm keen on. But I think, you know, the Lord rearranged those things and put what what was really and truly important priority-wise first, which, okay, me, which is which is the Lord, then my wife, then my children, then work, and then these other things as well, too, fell into place. So uh, just more of a realign, realigning of things that I need to really focus on. So, yeah, to answer your question, I was uh, – the Lord playing a big role in that. And then we needed that time as well, too. I needed that as well, because, you know, just being so um, focused on this one particular goal, uh, I don't want to let anything else under my uh, watch or under my care uh, spoil or rot because it's not getting the proper attention that it needs to be. So shout out to the Lord for that. Yeah. Shout out to the Lord for that. 
That's good stuff. Um, man, I read an article today, and this is kind of left field, but I read an article today, man, and time, and it was talking about how sports companies are profiting, and it was talking about the clubs, but uh-huh. they they make fifteen billion dollars a year. But it wasn't a, a good thing. And that hit me hard, man, because you know the field I work in, sports medicine and, you know, sports med, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, sports science, sports med, that world, you know, exercise, you know, whatever you want to call it. And that hit me hard because <laughs> people that know me, they think I hate, like, AAU basketball, and I don't hate AAU basketball. I just don't like that they don't teach. You know what I mean? I like the Bible because it teaches. I like teachers because they teach. I like, you know what I mean? I try to teach. And, you know, there's a time to teach. And, you know, of course, a time to discipline. And time, you know, to use everything you've learned from the teachings in your game. But, you know, a lot of times, from what I know, AAU just you just run and gun. It's not a lot of teaching. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I also read, you was talking about debt, that people spend 10% of their income per year just for these club sports, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not even including the hotel and, uh, and, and fuel, uh, mileage. Lots of traveling. Yep, lodge and traveling. It's not even about that. They're not even, that's just what they pay. And then also, and I was reading, because working in the sports med, I get to see, like, the rates of, you know, orthopedic surgeries, and uh, teen orthopedic surgery is very high right now. You know, with ACL, especially, like, ACL, knee ruptures, man. Like, very, very high. And they're going up, unfortunately, especially amongst young, uh, young women. Mm. Yeah, and I, I was just like, all this stuff just started making sense to me, though, man. Like, to me, because I'm in this field, to me. Mm-hmm. And also, I was reading, this is Time Magazine, man, so, you know, very credible, very credible. Um, I was also reading how it leads to depression, you know what I'm saying, because most, um, most, most kids that only stick to one sport you know, they, they get burnt out and then they feel pressures from their parents to keep doing it because their parents are paying 10% of their yearly income on this club sport. And, you know, the kid might want to do something else. Right. You know what I'm saying? And this is a good article, man. Uh, also, it said a growing body of research shows that intense early specialization in a single sport increases the risk of injury, burnout, and depression. And I, I, I truly believe that. I know a lot of people that do club sports, whether it's, it's basketball, volleyball, baseball, softball. Like, those are the big, the big ones, man. And a lot of those, they don't even want to play no more. They, it's depressing. So I guess my point is, man, How, as a parent, and we, you know, we both would like our kids to play some type of sport, and if not, cool. But there's a lot of parents that want their kids, that want to live through their kids, man, and they're willing to do anything, like going to debt, 
even though their kids might not want to do it. Right. And I know there's some kids that listen to this podcast that might be going through that. How do we talk to them, man? How do we, you know, what do we say? You know what I'm saying? Well, we spoke on the last, I guess the, well, what's today's date? Today's what, the second or the, the third? Yeah, man, I'm kind of lost. Like I said, I'm, I feel like I'm kind of lost. I mean, Monday. Too, well, Sunday. we did. This is, this is like our third podcast uh, in like the last 15 minutes. But I know. Like, <laughs> I forgot two. already. Yeah, see, <laughs> I forgot. I think we, we spoke on this a little bit on the on the part two, though, is really maintaining consistency in a sense. Because, um, okay, if my if. Okay, for instance, if if I had a father that wanted to live his basketball life through me and I'm not really wanting to really do that, I'm only doing it to please you, I'm not going to be able to maintain that for a long period of time. So I may enjoy it for a season, but after after a while, I'm going to really want to do what I want to do as far as getting me there. Plus, I'm not guaranteed really to make it. I don't care how much money you invest as far as buying, you know, putting me in, in good uh, physical therapy sessions, buying me Gatorade shoes and the Gatorade G series drinks and all this that. equipment and everything of that nature. Yeah. That doesn't um that 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 doesn't really guarantee me an opportunity to make it to where you think I'm going to make it at. And I think for the individual that's listening to this, whether you're in high school, if you generally want to play sports, then play sports. But have a plan B. But if you have a, a loved one that's forcing that on you and they're not really understanding, okay, hey, um, I'm I'm not, I really don't want to play this type of sport. I'm not I'm not as focused and as serious for this uh, particular sport as you are. Um, I'm not going. You know, you might have to have that sit down and just really tell them that. You know. Um, Within a loving manner, but I'm not going to be able to keep this act up long, long, into the for a long period of time. So I think, you know, like, like Jay and I had spoke on maybe the first or second podcast of the night, because um, we didn't know what we wanted to be when we grew up or, you know, at, at that point. And that might be you as well, too, if you're in school as well. You know, what is that thing that's going to make you happy? You know, and I'm not saying because happy happiness is really shortcoming. I mean, that's, you know, there's a difference between joy and happiness. Yeah. But um, what what can you do to bring glory to God's name? That that and I then, think that out of that, I think that for me, at least, especially now, that would be the answer. All right. How can I bring God? That's a God. God glory. Right. Like what talents are in me that I can execute to kids, him kids glory? Kids feel that pressure too. You know what's crazy? I know some kids. Instead of like parents saving that money up, or you know, for to get out of debt, or even towards the kids' college, they're using these club sports to get into college. Yeah, and you got to read between the lines when it comes to. Uh, and this isn't a sports podcast, you know what I mean, but. You know, it's, it's tied into like depression and stuff too. And what I'm saying, you know, there's a stress on certain kids to get in school because they feel pressured by what their parents are paying for, or just the uh, caregiver in in essence. That that's unnecessary and anxiety if you just really want yeah. to break it all the way down. Yeah. Because Proverbs twelve and nine says, "Better is he that is uh, lightly esteemed and and have and has a servant than he that honoreth himself in lack of bread." Yeah, and um, 
that just really just breaks it down to just thinking you you know trying to be somebody when you're really not. And if, yeah, you, man. That's you don't really want to do that, you know. Like, okay, let's just break this all the way down, Jay. I got three boys upstairs that are asleep, you know, and they're probably projected to be anywhere from six eight to six nine, and in height and stack. They are already tall, and um, you know, my wife she's average height. She's like five six five five or some of that. I, I I'm not really good with heights, but anyway, is she? I was say yeah, I was about to say is she? Yeah, she's average height. So okay, when, uh, when my when my <laughs> boys, like five four. No, <laughs> sorry, Desiree. <laughs> so like, touch your five four. So my boys are run. They still run and jump in their arms, and she'll still pick them up and hold them. But their their feet are basically past their kneecaps. You know what I mean? Like these dudes are long now. So like today we went outside and we played baseball. All natural that swing in the back. But just because I see that doesn't mean, oh, they're going to play, be- you know, baseball. It's like when I was, you know, growing up, oh, you're tall. You're going to be a basketball player. I really don't like ball like that. You know what I mean? And I used to always get small people like, man, you should be on somebody's court. I'm like, well, you should be in somebody's over office or in somebody's center room. And you'd like to tell people what to do. And they'll get quiet. You know what I mean? And um, I mean, just because a person's tall or they have a, a great stature about them doesn't mean that they're going to play a particular sport. They might, God might have plans for them to do something else. For and, sure. Um, you know, you just might have to find that niche. And then there's nothing wrong with capitalism. I mean, if if you have a a gift that's something that, you know, can benefit, you know, the free market, then by all means, write a business plan and go after it and make you some money on the side and do what you need to do. But don't let nobody force you to step out your comfort zone and do something that you know that you're not going to maintain long distance. I think that's kind of like when, you know, in a sense, like when people who work in the field, they use their title and everything they do is about that title. And then that, that title don't mean jack. Right. Just because you play football, you know, doesn't mean you're a football player. Like, like, and we said this too about Andre Ward, man. I love what he said. The uh, the boxer Andre Ward. Yeah. He said, <clears throat> I play boxing, but I'm not boxing. And, and to some people, you know, kids, man, like they are not golf or they are not volleyball like they play volleyball right you know? and i i don't think anything's worth going into debt that's just me like it ain't where i'm hey i love my child but we ain't look we gonna figure this out but you know well if we can pay for it we pay for it. but there's other ways is what i'm saying there's other ways don't go into debt man nope. don't go into debt where's that percentage of how many people are uh Living paycheck to paycheck, you you always oh, say seventy percent of Americans. So if seventy percent of Americans and temper ten percent of your income is going to your club sport, man, I had to do some research on that, but that's crazy. Yeah, fifteen fifteen point three billion dollar industry now, and it's uh fifty five percent increase since two thousand ten, like the club sports game. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm calling it. Yeah, that ain't that long ago. No, it's not. And I, I follow this stuff. And, and like I said, man, I got kids going into a deep depression that, or they just don't love the game like they used to. Like, this game was fun. Now you pay for me to go here, 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 and there. And But see, it was different, though, Jay. Like, when we was playing AAU, man, we had a break. It wasn't all year round. Man. I know. Like, we would be able to play baseball in the spring, cool off a little bit, and yeah. then in the summer we probably would pick – no. 
going more summer is going towards the fall like it is now. We'll be playing Metro football. I started playing AAU in the middle of June. Got and it. so I had the middle of June all the way until school started. You know what I mean? Those kids are getting burnt out, man, at an early age now doing that. But that's probably and, – and that's one of the reasons, too, why, like, more kids are playing, like, single – just one sport. You know and, what I mean? Because you do that all year round, all year round. Play basketball, basketball, basketball. Or volleyball, volleyball, volleyball. Like, and that's mean, terrible, man. Because, I mean, yeah. we, we play track. We play baseball. We play football. We play basketball. Like, we were multifaceted in different sports, man. Because, because you, different ahead. sports mean different planes of motion. Different planes of motion builds the body up. Like, no exactly. So, when you just have – you like I, like I just read, man, you know, you these kids that are just developing skills and not being an athlete, because the body was made to perform and do different stuff, just be functional. So right. when you're just when you when you're just developing a skill, whether it's just swinging a racket, that's it. She boy, that girl can swing that racket, but she right. can't even run across to get the ball. Or you know, you got a guy that can only shoot jumpers. You know what I mean? But can't really run up and down the court or jump or develop force to get the rebound. You know what I mean? That's the issue that kid. You know, is is highly prone to um highly prone to an injury. Can I, can I say something, man? And then that sure. that that reminds me of myself. Like when people used to look at me, they used to be like, "Man, you know, you six six, you should be able to do a windmill dunk." And I couldn't. Mm. I couldn't. I was great at like stealing the ball, blocking shots, and I could do like a basic dunk, man. But I didn't focus on that, man. I just focused on, you know, because the position back then when we were playing, you know, um, organized basketball. Oh, you six six, you immediately a five or a four, depending yeah. on somebody was taller than you. You stayed on the, you know, you stayed on the block, and nobody throw the ball down low for me to score it. You know, I used to have to demand it, but. Oh, play with your back towards the basket. I can't do that. I was like a Marcus Camby type of player. If you know, go Google him if y'all know who that is or Elijah. I'm gonna turn around and do my little moves and score points. Oh, kick the ball back out. So I didn't really focus on squatting or lifting weights to build my um my vertical so I could do those dunks. I always wanted to. And I remember practicing over my Aunt Tawana's house, man. It'll be dead in the winter. I'll be outside playing basketball, blistering cold. I used to hold my breath and try to jump as high as I could to dunk. I would throw, and I did get good at, at dunking, doing different dunks. But um, that, that wasn't a main focus at that point. I was just robotic doing one thing. And I think a lot of kids are now caught up in that now. Yeah, for sure. And for sure. Um, it's, it's not a good deal. So but- I there's a variety. I'll say, but you was the outside kid, though. When I say that, you was on a bike or playing tag, or, you know, just doing stuff. Right. So I'm pretty sure that save you. Like we live in an area where kids are in the house mostly, or when they go to the gym, they're just shooting jumpers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to do different stuff, man. Like if LeBron and them <laughs> are working out, and they are the elite. The best in the world. I think you should be following suit, young sir, young right. woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, what gives you the right not to do? You know, do that unless you just want to be a jump shooter. That's hey, it. Hey, but that's how it is now because everybody's looking at Steph Curry now. 
But Steph Curry, man, go Google Steph Curry's workout. He's been hundred threes or the jumpers. He does man, more than that. He though, does way more than that. And somebody's like, hey, well, if I can way just more. be, if I can get my Sam Perkins on and just Where the be Floyd the- Mayweather say, man, that's his special though. Like we've never seen a shooter like that. That lets you know that's God given. Like there's a lot of people that can shoot. Glenn Rice, you know what I'm saying? Ray Allen. Right. But like this dude is God given. Like he it took it to a whole nother level. There's not that many of, of shooters like that. So you gotta know your lane, man. You gotta know your lane. You gotta know your gift. Okay. I might not be you just gotta know your gift and know your lane. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. And I'm and I'm shooting double on Tondras out. I'm like talking about sports, but one of my favorite analogies is you know, sports and, and I always compare it, you know, latch it on to the Bible. You know what I mean? It's, it's so many analogies for that, man. But you gotta know your level. You gotta know your level, you gotta know your uh your lane, man. You gotta know who you are in Christ. You gotta know AKA you gotta know where you are in your game. You can't be Steph Curry, bro. Like I wanted to be like Jordan and I worked at it. It's a difference. I worked at it and I was willing to do anything you know what I mean? And then when I seen T Mac, forgive me, I know I just went from Jordan T Mac, but T Mac my favorite player. So mm-hmm. don't get on me. I still got all his jerseys, shorts, all that. Sorry, Kev. I still got your magic shorts. But you know, I seen T Mac and I seen he was lifting. I wanted to I saw the lift. I did whatever they did. That's where I come from. Plus, time we were we you and I were not in the social media era, man. So just playing tag and stuff, like we were developing that way. I playing football in the middle of the street and watching off the cars. And I remember me and my brother playing football in a, uh, a empty lot slash parking lot. You know, it was like field. And then it turned into gravel with rocks and stuff in it. But, you know, that's the only place we had to play at. So, you know, we, we did, we played there. Man, we were, remember we were Scramble? What, what hey, I got different names up here. It's playing scramble, man, because I'm sure we, I played it. But I'm sure you did. Up. Okay, well, instead of like like we ain't playing like on no lot or no uh gravel or nothing, but at the memorial uh, at the metro field memorial east side, man, in the fort, or just anywhere in the neighborhood where there was a large patch of grass, man, it would just be one kid against 15 or 20, bro. See, that hey. was yeah, what yeah, was that yeah. called for y'all, man? Uh, a few things, two hand touch or uh, down south. Either. This is funny. Down south, we just get them, yeah. <laughs> right? Get them. Well, we hey, call it a scramble, <laughs> yeah. We call it a scramble, scramble. So, man, like somebody would just throw the ball back, yep. and it would be like 20 kids back. Yeah, catch so it. one kid would get it and try to score a touchdown, and Bruh, that caught you. That was so fun. That was that, that was like the best game. Ever for ever. just playing football because yep. it taught you how to how to juke. Everybody thought they was either Emma Smith, Barry Sanders, man, Dion, right here, Dion. Baby. Yeah, because you would have to you had you would have to juke people, man, and yeah. use lateral movement. You would have to jump over people, man, and and score and use your speed at the right point. And uh, man, it was just a fun game. I think it's safe to say, like, even though it's okay to be infatuated and and use newer things to uh you know our advantage but we can never forget where we came from excuse me we can never forget the basics that got us here we can never forget the basics that stood the test of time yeah. you know what i'm saying like i think that's where we are now like the kids i hate to even call them kids because we ain't even that old but 
you know, the youth, the the ones that's younger than us, man, they don't know them games. And it's like that in every genre of life, man. They don't know what it's like. Oh, man, I'm about to go into something. They don't know what it's like to have, like, a, you know, just a phone or a cordless phone. You know what I'm saying? I thought a cordless phone was the best thing since sliced bread, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And let me, let me, let me, let me say it a, a little further. We felt pain on the phone. I'm going to tell you why. I remember talking, you know, just immature, talking to, uh, you know, some girl on the phone, and she would hang up. Fam. That was <laughs> when you hung up on the cordless phone, you felt that. That was like, right. yo. Because it was oh. all that, it was always that beat, man. You felt that. Man, you was hurt. Somebody hung up on you. You was hurt, Courtney. Now on the cell phone, it don't even mean nothing, bro. Right. He messed around and called back and be like, hey, did your phone disconnect? Did your service fade? Nah, none of that. that. But back then, it ain't even this. There was no excuse. That was no excuse. 99.9% connected. You hung Swear. up on me. Swear. And then it was embarrassing if your mom got on the phone. Hey, Courtney, it's time oh for you to get gosh. off the phone. And you have to try to play it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my. You know what I mean? We remember that. Time man. to go like, to we... bed, Courtney. Get off the oh phone. Oh, my God. Oh, oh she, my she just playing. She ain't really mean that. I just gotta go brush my teeth and wash my face. <laughs> no, you gotta get off that phone. phone. Don't let her get. Don't let your moms get back on twice. It's over. Oh, that's embarrassing. Sure. Oh, they don't know, man. I feel old oh, with that, man. Everybody got an iPhone now. You know, y'all, y'all got iPhones and little Androids now, man. Y'all know nothing about that. Just your words. Your words was bond because if somebody said, Hey, I'm gonna call you at seven, or I'm gonna call you at nine, they meant that they called you at nine. Man, you put that piece of paper out with that colored pencil on there, man. Yeah, you dial that two six zero triple four ninety seven fifty four. That's just the number I'm making up. Oh, but, I'm um, say that's your old number. Nah, man, I don't know my old number. I know the new number, but we, we my mom yeah. been through a couple, but. Yeah, like you said, your word was bond, man. So you always call bond. Man. I mean, and that just goes back into being outside and being active and just using everything that God gave you from using the memory to using your body to doing different things, man. Just finding your niche. And we just don't want people to get away from that, man. So, no, But the, the new kids, like the newer, I'm going to say new, but like they, a lot of them don't know. They grew up in... I can't even imagine growing up not even knowing what I know. Mm. You know what I mean? So, to, you know, to them, man, hopefully they get an OG or, you know, somebody that's, hey, this is how I used to do it. You got to – I think it is a way to blend in, like, the basic old school, you know, mixed with the new school. I do. I think there's a way to blend it. It is. It is. And, and whether you're teaching, coaching, being a father, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, man. Like, I, I do. And it is. And, you know, Baruto, we got to shout out the anime, man. I yeah. remember uh, we watch, uh, you know, it's a little Japanese anime series that we watch, man, where the kids, you know, they're doing all the ninja moves, man, but there's other ways to do it. Now, they got technology. They can use it to create certain stuff. They said, no. Nah. You know, in the academy, we're going to show y'all the old way to do it. You know, what if you out there and you got to survive? 
You know, you're not gonna have yeah. the technology. It's like, man, it, it'd be it'd that's be. like that's like when somebody be like, uh, <laughs> shout out to my people in the cab, man. I use the GPS and save your phone there. What you gonna do, Josh? Right. Oh, I gotta use that map. Yeah. <laughs> and my use wife told me, man, like you should always remember at least two to three numbers off top just in case something happens to your phone. Word. You know, so I know a couple. Like I, I know your number. I know my wife's yeah. number. I know my mom's number. If I'd never, if I, I remember my phone got stolen on the route a couple of years ago, man, I took it to this flower shop in the four. I knew the owner and um, we weren't really thinking, man, we just charged our phone up in, in broad daylight, man. It was, it was basically out there on the shopping floor, man, like by his desk where somebody eyed it, snatched my phone. I go back and my, he's like, Hey, where's my phone at? And it was stolen. So the owner felt so bad, and the cashier did, and she looked at me. I just smiled at her. I said, oh, it's all right, man. It's an iPhone. I can find it. And I just left and continued my route. But I had I had my I had my license, and I had maybe $50 connected inside of the uh, case. So the person mm-hmm. went, and they got a Boost Mobile cut. They spent $30 at McDonald's. <laughs> I remember you told me that. They spent that, no, a lot of money yeah, at McDonald's. I had my debit card in there. Never mind. I didn't have cash. I had my debit card. Yeah. So they went and bought a Boost Mobile phone. They went to McDonald's. I think they spent they spent 40 bucks. No, not 30 They spent 40 It's coming back to me now. They spent $40, 40 at McDonald's. That's crazy. That's funny. I laughed at that. I That's said, a lot. It had to be all dollar menu. They probably was buying everybody in the line. Hey, <laughs> I got your order. You want something too? Because, you know. But um, long story short, I had uh, on my route, I was like, man, my wife probably is worried about me. Let me call her and let her know I'm okay. So I sit in this AT&T truck. Guy was sitting in there, man. He was on break. I said, hey, can I use your phone real quick? And I blurted off my wife's number. And she said, what happened? I just, because she, she's like, oh, yeah, she knew. Yeah, nobody's going to call me from this number. She said, what happened? I said, somebody stole my phone. She said, Mr. Douglas. Because I'm on, on the, the route, right? Stuff, man. On on the route. Yeah. Your mail route, right? Yeah, on my mail route. Okay, I, I, just, had, I just want to clarify. Yeah, I had, I had hit her up, man. But anyway, long story short, man, we got the phone back. We got the money and stuff redeemed back on the card. But if it wasn't for that the memorization aspect of knowing her number in a tight situation, it could have got ugly. Yeah. Technology's been making me a little bit as helpful as it is. I'm not depending on it so much, man. I'm I'm forgetful. I you know, I gotta like really think hard. Even like reading and remembering numbers and stuff. Cause I depend on it so much, even like directions, man. Yeah, I depend man. on it so much. I don't like that, man. I'm, I'm thinking I'm a little bit too dependent, and I'm addicted to the phone as well, too. You and I both. Cause I always got to touch it to check something. I don't, I don't like that. And then I don't like that either. It's a spiritual attack because now, you know, like we used to always speak on this before, man. We start doing the podcast, though, man. But you and I, man, we would go through seasons, man, where we could read the word. But then we couldn't read the word, but we can listen to the word. And it will always switch back and forth. And, you know, right now we on the phones doing this podcast. You know what I mean? And now trying to keep up with running the account, you know, to finish work your brand account and posting and, you know, checking the analytics and this and that. I really want to chuck this thing. Like if I have my dreaders, man, I probably wouldn't have a cell phone. Yeah. And I told my wife, that I was like, listen, how about we just we, we just keep, you do, no, you just get a phone and then. 
you know, you know where I'm at on my route. I'm gonna be all right. You just come find me. You know what I mean? But it it don't work like that, man. Like, no, you yeah. need the phone. You gotta, you got me and the kids. We need to know where you at at all times. I'm like, mm-hmm. I just want a pager. Let me get a pager. Give me like four dollars and seventy six cents. I can just call it. I, dang, I can't do that. There's no more pay phones now. Oh yes, yeah, sure. Sure. I mean, I, hey man, I know there's a, a pay uh, pay phone in America. Somewhere, yeah, <laughs> somewhere, somewhere. They got to be somewhere in a small. Uh, somewhere stadium. in America, it's a pay for so you know. Shout out to y'all. So you're willing to not care what anyone say just to stay sane, spiritually sane. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's a it's a form of maturity in this world. Really working. I I really don't. I mean, like you used to be. um real cognizant of what I wore, man, but I don't care, man. I leave out the house with wrinkled shirts, pajama pants, house shoes. I was doing that, man, like mid-20s, though. I, like, I didn't really care anymore what people thought, man. I just did me because I wasn't comparing myself. And I just read a good quote, man, um, a few days ago where it says, a wealthy man is not measured by his uh, by his finances or by his wealth. You know, a wealthy man is defined by not having... um not needing everything in a sense. Well, I'm glad you say that because I, uh, I read something on Jeffrey Owens. I don't know if you read about him. Um, Jeffrey Owens was uh, on the Cosby's. He used to be on the Cosby show. And, um, you know, so, oh, he's an actor. He was, uh, he works at Trader Joe's, which, you know, that's our spot, man, for the seasonings. Yeah. Um, you know, he works at Trader Joe's and somebody noticed him. So, you know, they like every, you know, like this is the, generation we're in now someone put their phone out and took a picture and you know made fun of him put a caption next to it yeah made fun of him man and, and it's it's been like a big deal you know people speaking out about it and stuff like that and i wasn't going to bring it up but i am a little bothered by that like one i think that's admirable because that man is doing whatever he has to do legally to feed his family right the, you know what I mean? Uh, two, from what is, it seems like he, you know, he's okay with it. You know what I mean? And that's, if he's okay with it, great. He ain't, he's not harming himself. Yeah, and why do you, you know care I mean? so much? Though? That's what, that's the problem with this generation. I feel, oh, but why do you care what another person is doing so much? Like, don't you yeah. have a, like, you should sweep off your porch before you worry about what's on another por- person's Word. porch. You know, and and then to really quote that uh, quote accurately, though, like you said, man, you know what makes a person rich, man, is the 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 need to not have a lot. Exactly. Lacking. You you hit that on the head. You hit that on the head. That man is okay with going to Trader Joe's and doing what he has to do. He's doing what he can, and God's gonna do what he can't. You know what I'm saying? Straight up, man. Like, Like, like for me, Jay, you know. I don't I don't mind on the podcast sharing like I catch the bus in the morning like me I I have a vehicle like my family is taken care of you know what I mean like I have a roof over my head I have I have money in my account you know what I mean like I can cover a major expense and the only major expense that's going to happen in my household man is something to my vehicle 
which we didn't chuck out a lot of cash for that, man. My wife probably rolled her eyes when she listened to the podcast. <laughs> She'll probably roll her eyes though at that. I mean, we probably grabbing us another, you know, another beater though. But like I said, our main focus right now is paying off debt within yeah. a year and moving to maybe Winter Park or Tampa, Florida next year. That's our goal. We're a year and a half and getting our crib. So that's our mind frame. I'm not worried about what another person is doing, you know, and that's Bible. You know what I mean? You should work with your hands and mind your business. I think that's in what? Second or first Thessalonians. Thessalonians. Yeah. So that's the principle. Four eleven. Because listen, when you mind your business, you can avoid a lot of unnecessary stress. I'm telling you, especially when we was in high school, like I always, I never got into he say, she say trouble. Oh, Courtney said this about you. He did that. You never had to worry about that because I wasn't in everybody's business, man, because I've seen the people that got into those fights. They got the brakes beat off of them because it just annoys people. So I just try to refrain from that. Mind your business. Shout out to Jeffrey Owens, man. Shout Doing what he him, got, man. Who cares, he man? Take care of you in the streets, slanging cane. Heroin, you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of other stuff you can be doing that people can talk about. But shout out to him doing what he has to do, man. That's a very noble guy. Right. I don't even know him, but that's a noble act. Absolutely. So, yeah. I think, I think, I think people do need to mind their business, though. Yeah. Like you said, like I said, you can avoid a lot of unnecessary stress if you just keep your nose tucked in. Yeah, somebody's man. gonna push it in for you. I, I, you know, a, a lot could be said on that. <laughs> a lot, a lot could be said on that. The word, man, man. I think it's a good time to call it quits, man. We got three of them things, kind of. <laughs> hey, once again, we for, forgive us for the riff raff, but. We we that podcast that whatever happens the show must go on. So yeah, most definitely. You, you know, if I'm getting chased by a moose, the show goes on. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, hey, somebody needs their car jump. You know, that show take, goes on. Taking care of everything, like you said, man. With this app, man, um, and just this podcast, man, it's unique. It's different. It's two brothers over the phone having a conversation. You know, we could have things structured, man, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna go against the grain on this one. Yeah. So I guess you know to sum up tonight's episode. It's Labor Day, but we're going to leave y'all with Proverbs 18 and 6. It says, the lips of a fool bring them strife, and their mouths invite a beating. Remember that. Proverbs 18 and 6. Whenever you feel like you want to, you know, step out, you know, step outside of your comfort zone and dibble and dabble. Remember Proverbs 18 and 6. Yeah. There it is, man. So, Josh Collins. Courtney Douglas, the Finish Works brand. Follow us on Instagram. That's where it's jumping. You can catch past videos on, on our YouTube account, the Finish Works brand as well, too. Enjoy your guys' week, and we'll hit y'all with another one here soon. Yep. Peace out. Peace.